Welcome to the Visible Entrepreneur Podcast Season 5. I'm your host, Michelle Lewis, founder of Visibility Vixen. I've spent years studying color psychology, branding, visibility, and publicity, all geared to help you hit your goals faster than anyone else. I'm a TEDx speaker, Amazon best-selling author, and have helped thousands of entrepreneurs worldwide with their visual presence. I'm going to be going even deeper than I've ever gone before. I'm going to be sharing what's working, what isn't, what I'm struggling with, how I'm growing my business personally, and a lot of things in this industry that I think are simply untrue. My goal is to help you blow up your brand in the best way to attract your ideal audience subconsciously. If you're ready for growth, go to visibilityvixen.com to get started today. In the meantime, let's dive into today's episode. And if you think this is a topic that a biz bestie or a friend of yours or even a relative would love, do me a favor, forward it to them, and let's dive into this episode. Hello, everyone. I hope you are having an incredible week because today is going to be an awesome episode here at The Visible Entrepreneur, and I hope you're excited for it. It's been a while since we've talked about publicity, and I thought, why not bring this back? Why not have a chat about it? Because I think it's an important thing to talk about, and you probably do as well. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about five steps to consistent brand coverage in the media so that you can start landing more press as we move forward in the year. If you're like, Michelle, what do you know about press? You probably haven't heard me talk about it much, so I'm excited to do so. A lot of my products at Visibility Vixen are press-centric, aka the brand video bundle, the podcast pitch kit, the press page template, and the stage by summer. Um, Sorry, the Applause Academy. Stage by summer is the masterclass that leads into the Applause Academy course. I actually just released a newer product called the Mini Bio Writing Workshop. So all of these things are all about PR. And if you're interested in grabbing all of them in a bundle, we call it the Publicity Pack, and you can find it at visibilityvixen.com. So let's talk about press. Let's first talk about the difference between visibility and publicity. Visibility, what you're doing organically in order to get traffic, subscribers, customers, PR, what you are doing on other people's platforms that is bringing attention, trust, and credibility. That's the difference. So really important to understand that distinction. You hosting a masterclass, visibility. You hosting a masterclass in someone else's audience, publicity. Making sense? Okay, so one of the most important things and why you need to get media is because it's going to be very helpful in the long term for a couple of reasons. Yes, you're going to be seen as more credible in your niche. A lot of people put PR on the back burner for a little bit too long, even when they're established because they just don't want to deal with it. The problem is it becomes very, very hard to get them seen as the authority in their niche in the world, right? easy maybe in the entrepreneur space, harder because, you know, you don't have something in Forbes or entrepreneur or wherever, depending on your niche that gives you that credibility so that when you pitch later to get a book deal, to get, you know, uh, episodic television, to get a documentary, to do whatever, get on Oprah, it's going to be near impossible because you haven't put these steps in place. 
I've worked with a lot of people uh, in PR, which has been fantastic, and we've had incredible achievements. But I've also had people that have gone to a certain step and then backed out. And so I think it's really important to talk about it because you don't always have to hire a publicist. Like you can do a lot of this yourself. So today's episode, we're going to talk about a couple things you can do. In terms of my credibility, I was actually have a wonderful friend in the business. Her name is Kristen Marquet. We co-authored a book together called Publicity Jumpstart. We're actually revising it now because we're going to be relaunching it uh, so that it's not only available in ebook, but in paperback and hardback. So stay tuned for that. Be sure you're on the list, uh, on my email list, if you would like to get that announcement. Uh, She is one of the best publicists in the business. She has shared her knowledge with me, as well as so many other people. Uh, So that's who I learned from. It helped me book opportunities, TEDx, EO Fire, Good Morning La La Land. Uh, We have Huffington Post, we have uh, Small Business Trends, we did Just Lux, we did a bunch of different things. And then when I started Color Cure, I started really uh, pushing for PR there. And that has worked really wonderfully. I was able to get on the Mind of George podcast, as well as the Steve Sims show, as well as uh, having a feature come out on Insider and Daily Mail. So these things can work. They can work for you. You don't have to have a lot of credits or logos to your name. You can just start building from scratch right now. So the first step is you want to figure out who your target audience in terms of media outlets will be. So if you are maybe a mindset coach or a doula, maybe you're not going to push for Forbes. Probably not. You're probably going to want to go more like Elephant Journal, right? Whereas if you have, uh, right now I'm working with an amazing client and she is an incredible author. And so we're going to be pushing her towards more of like Forbes and entrepreneur and stuff because she's booked a lot of stuff in the book industry in terms of that media. So we're going to be switching over here to more worldwide establishment making sense. So all you need to do is look up media outlets, look up if they have uh, subcategories that would be applicable to your niche and start making a master list. I love starting with like, okay, here's my tops. Here's my dreams. Here's my mids, like ones that I might be able to start pitching too soon. And then here's my smalls, maybe even local that you can start booking in order to start building up your repertoire and then building up the scale. Really, really easy. And having that media list is going to be so valuable for you so that you can just start pitching down the list until you secure them. It's also really important to craft compelling story ideas. This is one of the things that I love doing because it needs to be unique. You can't just say, you know, I had a hard childhood and I turned things around and now I'm this incredible success. Great. That's an every person's story. What's unique about yours? And this is something I talk about in the mini bio workshop, because when you introduce yourself to the world in your mini bio, one of the most key parts is your story and you have to get that across in one sentence. So what's unique about you in terms of what you do? Start pulling from specific stories. For example, with Visibility Vixen, I'm talking a lot about, hey, I had this acting coach tell me when I was 14 that I was too ugly and overweight to ever be on camera. So I hid. Now I had to step out and start teaching other people visibility, right? That's part of my story. So that would be more of my angle if I was pitching Visibility Vixen. If I was pitching Color Cure, well, 
that's not going to work because this is all about color psychology, right? So instead, that one's going to be much more specific to, hey, I struggled with multiple organ failure. I, you know, didn't think that I would make it. I started studying light and the sun and color, which led me to color psychology and impacting other people with how incredible color was. That's going to be part of my story there. It's going to change depending on what you're pitching, but it's important to figure out unique parts of your past that make you uniquely qualified to what you do now. And that includes how you're going to pitch these outlets because no one wants a page long email. If you're pitching for a visible entrepreneur, please stop sending me page long emails. Instead, go through the podcast pitch kit, get the itinerary and send it to me in that format. Sorry, a little rant there, but I deal with it every single day. We need to make it short and sweet and figure out what would really reach people that are my target audience in this media outlet. You're not going to pitch your story to Forbes the same way that you're going to pitch it to Oprah. So we need to be able to be flexible depending on where we're pitching. Are you pitching towards a strategy-based podcast? Well, then no one really gives a rats about, you know, the personal story. They want to know more of that formulaic, how you got into that strategy. Whereas if you're going in a really heartfelt podcast, then that's what you're going to be talking about. I just did a guest segment for a friend of mine, Carly Hill, and we talked about visibility barriers. I'm not talking about strategy. I'm talking about emotionally what's holding you back from being visible and you deserve to really, really help people with your gift, but what's holding you back and let's look at that and let's break that apart. So it's going to vary depending on where you're pitching and it's important that you can pivot your story accordingly. None of it's made up, none of it's false. It's just what pieces are you pulling on from depending on the outlet. Making sense? Okay, so we've talked about defining your target audience and your media outlets. We've also talked about crafting compelling story ideas. Now we're going to go into building relationships with journalists. This is possible. It's as easy as figuring out, okay, if I'm pitching to Huffington Post, let me start following some journalists. Let me start following some editors. Let me start interacting with them. Just start sending them emails. It doesn't have to be, the first email doesn't have to be a pitch. That's usually actually a poor way to do it. (laughs) You can just start by building a relationship. Hey, I saw this. I just want to let you know this part really spoke to me and blah, 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 blah. If you're smart, you have a really cute, not necessarily cute, but strategic email signature that has, you know, a nice photo of you and then has some links of uh, how people can look more for you. But you can absolutely start with being a human being. (laughs) That's absolutely possible. And it will leave a very nice taste in their mouth for when you do eventually pitch. Let me tell you a little hack that I think is very important because I see this all the time. It drives me crazy. Do not copy paste an email and then go in and edit the name, edit whatever, and think that the person is not going to see that you did that. Because here's the thing. I might get the email from you, but then I can hit reply to the email and I can see because of the coding that happens where you have changed things. I'm going to see the whole email in my case in purple, and then I'm going to see in blue where you changed the names. That's just the way it goes. So if you are going to use an email formula, that's fine. Put it in Google Docs, 
copy and paste it inside of Google Docs, make your edits in Google Docs, then copy and paste that whole thing, paste the whole thing. Don't do edits inside of the email. If you haven't learned anything else from the Visible Entrepreneur podcast, you've learned that. And I promise you that can save you a feature. I do that with every pitch I get just to see. And if I see that it has been copy pasted, delete. Because I don't have time, right? If I'm going to bring you on my show, if I'm going to feature you in one of my blogs or something like that, I'm spending a lot of time on you promoting you, knowing full well that the chances of you actually promoting the episode are slim to none. Maybe 5% of my podcast guests have actively shared the episodes they've been in. How do you think that makes me feel as the host? So having done that for so many years now, we're talking like, how old is this show? I think it's five years old. So many years now, Don't you think that I am going to be a little bit more flagged and cautious of who I bring on the show? So I am going to do at least that much. I'm just going to hit reply and look to see if it's worth my time. And 99% of the time, it's not. We really have to think of the places we're being featured on being (laughs) backed by human beings, right? How do you think the person would have felt that featured me on Insider if I didn't at least say thank you? If I didn't at least share it to social media, if I didn't at least email my list, why invest that time with me, right? So I don't mean to go on a huge tangent, but I do think it's important because when I say build relationships with journalists, that's exactly what I mean. Build a relationship, right? Because otherwise, there's really no point. It's just to serve you. And visibility is not about fame. It is about impact. If you're in it for fame, unsubscribe and please leave because I'm not interested in talking to you. There are plenty of people that are fame driven in our industry that are completely self-serving that you can go follow if that's how you want to be. But if you're about the impact and about the connection, which is how I like to be, then this is a great strategy to start employing. Usually we're so busy in our daily business, me too, that it can be really hard and we put press on the back burner because it does take an investment. It does take some work. But I guarantee that if you just get a little bit organized with your project management software like Asana, make your media list, make your list of journalists, go follow them all, interact once a week, you are going to have a leg up when it is time for you to pitch and to consider being featured. So that's all I'm trying to say. Sorry, it was a bit of a tangent. Okay, step four, develop a comprehensive media kit. So a media kit, a press page, essentially, they're the same thing. It's just presenting you to the media to see if you should be featured. Now, I personally think the number one thing you should have is a press page. It's much easier to send a hyperlink in an email versus an attachment. People don't want attachments. But you may be in an industry where they still do use media kits. So you can do both. I have a client building her press page right now. It's fantastic. And then under the photo selection, it says download media kit. And it's a PDF. You can do that. Absolutely. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it. But essentially, it needs a unique title of who you are. Don't say visibility coach, don't say mindset expert, make it a specific to your industry. So someone can read that and go like, Oh, okay, now I get it. Do I call myself a visibility expert? No. Now I call myself a visual presence expert. 
It's different. It's a little bit more unique. So make sure that your title is unique. High quality images, high quality videos of interviews. If you don't have those, you absolutely, no matter what, should have a brand video. That is so, so, so incredible for a press page. And I do have a training on that if you want to snag it. Uh, You need company information. You need your mini bio. You need relevant contact information. You need uh, three different possibilities of what you can speak on that's individual to you. Now, a lot of people out there say you need a press release on this page. You don't. Press releases are a huge waste of time. (laughs) I don't know why people like them so much. It does nothing. Maybe if you're like opening a new restaurant, I have a client who's a restauranteur and like, absolutely, that's going to work because then that can get picked up by local newspapers, etc. Coming from film industry and music industry, I've had plenty of press releases on myself and they've done nothing. So don't worry about those. Making sense? So Press page, get that built on your site. You can have it as a category in your navigation, says press. And then if you want to, you can also have a button on that page that has your media kit available for download. All right. I personally don't have a media kit available for download. uh, So you can just do a press page. Last but not least, follow up, be persistent. This is where the project management software comes into play, like Asana. Set your task set it recurring, send out your pitch, send out a follow-up two to three weeks later, send up a follow-up two to three weeks later. If you still don't get a response, set that due date for three months from now. Go back to it then. That's what it's about. It's about the math. Inside the podcast pitch kit, we actually have a tracker and you can, you know, keep track and yes, no, and follow up and blah, blah, blah. And it's really important because number one, People are busy. It might not be the right time. Number two, you're busy. So we need to be able to set up these follow-ups so that we can be consistent trying to get those dream features. You can get them. You can. It's just going to take some work. So don't be afraid to invest that kind of time and follow up. Be persistent. There's so I'll tell you a funny story. I actually created these boxes for Color Cure when I released Color Secrets, because I really wanted to get this book into the hands of some of the top influencers uh, in my field. So I got these beautifully designed boxes. I had confetti in them with all my colors from my brand. Very nerdy. I had my uh, hardcover and my paperback. I have a brochure. I have a handwritten note. I have my business card, etc. And so for me, I would then look up each person. And by the way, legally, you have to have a mailing address on your site for your business. Just so you'll know, it needs to at least be in your terms and conditions. Uh, it should be on your contact page, etc. Many people, huge entrepreneurs, actually are disregarding that law. And I found that out the hard way. But in this case, there was a mailing address, right? For this one person I really, really wanted. So I mailed it and it got returned. And so I reached out and I'm like, hey, I sent you this box to your business mailing address and it got returned. Here's the address. Uh, I would really, really love to get this in your hands. Is there another place I can mail it? And they were like, oh, well, I should have gotten it. I'm not sure. How do you have the ebook? So I sent the ebook. Okay, great. I followed up. Like, hey, have you read the ebook? Oh, no, I haven't gotten a chance yet. Uh, Weeks and weeks and weeks, right? People are busy. It's fine. So I'm like, I am going to figure this out. And so instead of the post office, I went to UPS. We did some digging and we figured out, okay, we're going to change the attention to blah, 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 blah. And I resent the box. I haven't gotten it back yet. 
But that's what I think is so important. That kind of tenacity. It's like, I have to get this to them. So I don't care what it takes. I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to be persistent because I know that this book changes lives and I want to get it into their hands. Having that kind of maybe crazy mentality is so powerful for you getting PR because that kind of passion that you have, you can't make a journalist, an editor, a host have. Like you have to have that, right? You are your own champion. And that's so true when it comes to PR. All right, rant over. I hope that this has been helpful talking about five steps to getting your brand more coverage in the press. You can do it. I promise it is absolutely possible. I have faith in you. I hope that you can move forward with confidence with this and that this has helped you in a small way. Again, if you want more coaching and strategy about PR, I highly recommend the publicity pack. You can find that on my homepage at visibilityvixen.com. Be sure to make that investment. It really isn't that expensive, to be honest, because this is going to help you dominate uh, podcasts and stages and whatever other PR that you are wanting to master in the coming year. All right, that's it for this episode. Thanks for being here. I hope this was helpful. Please reach out to me and let me know if this was a helpful episode to you. And do you have a friend that would really, really like to get in the media this year? Would you please share this episode with them? I think it'll be very helpful. All right, see you soon. See you in the next episode. Thanks for being here. I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Now we're all about building a tribe here at The Visible Entrepreneur, so be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to the Facebook group. It's a great place where you can practice your video, live stream, and really enjoy the community that we have built. In the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Now get out there and get more visible. That's a wrap.